Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for August 7th through 11th. Had a nice full week. There was a day. Yeah, there there was a day that it was late posting, though, still. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. I... I didn't see it, but I saw people complaining about it. And I was like, what are they doing? Why are they messing it up? Mm, that is not good. So kind of a slow, well, slowish news week, but we did get a, we did get an email in the pipeline from Kimberly Hudson. Hello, ladies. First of all, I'm so grateful for your podcast for two reasons. I started to listen to your 411s a few months ago because I was feeling nostalgic for the 80s and 90s General mm. Hospital. Anna and Robert, Frisco and Felicia, Brenda and Sunny. Your deep dives on older plot lines took me back to laying on my mom's waterbed after school, eating granola bars, and hoping Lucy Coe pulled off whatever scheme she was involved in. Aww. The second reason that I'm grateful is that I eventually started listening to your weekly recaps and just had to start watching again. So when they started listening to our show, they weren't... Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Listening. Oh, I'm sorry, Kim. She did short in the down to Kim. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, uh, we inspired someone to get back into the show. Yes, exactly. Look, we're saving the show one viewer at a time. <laughs> but we would also like to reiterate the importance of these YouTube videos and allowing the fans to just be allowed to have these. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fan playlists are amazing. Yes. And I'm so happy to discover that GH is still so good. <laughs> oh, of course, Sunny knew Ava was hiding a secret. Obviously, Carly is going to run Kelly's. What a treat. Anyway, I thought you'd be interested to know that Eden McCoy was interviewed on How Did That How Did We Get Weird podcast, hosted by SNL alum Vanessa Bayer and her brother Jonah. 
They talked about Eden's love of Saturday Night Live, Vanessa fangirls about GH, and they discussed the Colonel Sanders incident. (laughs) It's a fun conversation, and I will never believe that Eden is only 20 years old. Wow. Oh, and when I was having a bout of insomnia a few months ago, you two were in my ears for hours each night. I didn't get much sleep, but listening to you talk and joke and mildly argue about Chase and Willow helped me relax a little. (laughs) (laughs) Hope hope you are doing well, and thank you so much for your wonderful podcast, Kim. And in parentheses said, sorry if this is long. I've had two limoncello martinis, and I'm trying my best to edit. First of all, Kim, we could be friends. I love limoncello. I have a friend who makes really good homemade limoncello. And I might frequently be trying to edit also while having a beverage. I think I've done pretty darn good so far. You have. You have. Yeah, you can't tell. I don't think that you can tell when you've been editing after a drink or two. But I can tell whenever we've had a drink or two during recording well it's a long we're day. also very honest about it we're like by the way we're drinking right now <laughs> we are but especially like the double shows it's like oh okay mm-hmm. right <laughs> we right. had a fun time so do you have any fun stuff nope cool oh the, um i'm sure that you have it written down somewhere but the uh nurse receptionist at the um fern cliff oh my gosh i like totally yep. was spacing on that name that's in the notes Okay. All right. Then just go you can ahead. say it. <laughs> no, I just thought it was cute because um, every time that we see a picture of Chase and his wife, real life, you're like, oh my gosh, she looks so sweet. She looks so nice. Like they are such a cute couple. And then this week she was not having any of, no, I need your ID. You cannot get in and see Sasha. No, I'm sorry. You this, blah, blah, blah. And even, even whenever she like fangirled out for Brooklyn, it was like, Mm-mm, I'm still gonna follow the rules. Like, let's make sure you are who you are. So it was it was nice to see her. Not in her, like I loved the the Christmas movie that they do together, but it was mm-hmm. nice to see her in a different role as like yeah. some stricter and not quite so nice. Yes, I'll be honest. When I first saw that on Instagram that she was gonna be on, mm-hmm. I immediately jumped to a Lulu recast. Oh. Yeah, no, 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 no. She could pull it. I mean, she could. Like, she mm-hmm. could pull it off. But I mean, if we needed someone, she could. But we already have the two actresses that they're allowed to choose from picked out. Exactly. So there's yeah. only two. Exactly. All right. So Hulu headlines on Monday. Sam's suspicions grow. Cody won't take no for an answer. Anna seeks out Robert. Olivia makes a surprising offer. And Sunny consults with Brick. On Tuesday, Valentine is in the hot seat. Gregory and Tracy spar. Olivia gives Eddie food for thought. Oh, that would have been more clever for last week when she was making him food. Yes. Guys, Come gotta on. work on this stuff. Yeah. Cody enlists Brooklyn's help. Finn and Elizabeth share a close moment. I liked all that. That was sweet, I thought. It was very cute. On Wednesday, Carly and Olivia reflect on their friendship. That was nice. Yeah, that was so cool that they had the footage to go back and throw in. Like, not that they in any way look old, but seeing the younger ones, you're like, oh my gosh, they were so young. Well, and it was filmed differently too. It has like that softness to it, yeah. You know that eventually faded out. I guess that probably faded out more when everything became digital. Oh, probably. I would really like to know that because I kind of missed that. I feel like that 
I feel like that kind of filming was almost part of the show. You know, it right. was just enough to keep it. This is fantasy. You know, mm-hmm. if you actually know the answer to that, please feel free to <laughs> write in at peer five, four podcast at gmail.com. I'm not going to Google it. And then Nina and Sunny talk wedding plans. Ugh. Jordan offers her assistance. Trina makes a move and Marshall visits Curtis. On Thursday, Maxie gets an exciting offer. Trina and Curtis reconnect. Portia leans on Marshall for support. Anna and Dante work through a theory. And Christina impresses Alexis. And then Friday, Finn makes a big ask of Liz. Sam updates Dante. Carly refuses Sunny's help. Anna is targeted. And Nina calls Ava. And I love Ava. I love Ava too, but not surprising. I can't stand Nina and her conversation with Ava <laughs> just made it even more so like if I could come through the TV and punch the character, I would do so. So where do you want to start? I mean, I guess we should start at Monday, even though I feel like all the good stuff like always happens on Friday. As it should. I know. I know. But it's hard not to focus because I just watched Friday. So now that's like what's in my head. of like, oh, let's get there. But we'll we'll back up. Yeah. So what was Monday? Monday was Sam is suspicious. Cody won't take no for an answer. Anna seeks out Robert. Olivia makes a surprising offer and Sunny consults with Brick. I love Brick. Um, and I don't know how Sam, so we'll start with Sam. I don't know how Sam didn't throw Gladys in the pool or punch her. I'm very violent this week or punch her in the face. I think it's coming from yesterday when I was like, please don't stab me with that <laughs> knife. And this is why we have the podcast, guys. A little reality check. Amanda and I were at a one-year-old's birthday party yesterday. She's helping open up the gifts. And I I was just joking. (laughs) And I was like, don't stab me. And like, she's joking around like she's going to. And everyone's looking at us as I'm like, okay, Sasha. And, and no one else was laughing. Right. Right. No one else got it. And and I wasn't joking around. Like I didn't move like I was going to stab you. There's small children around. No, no, no. She was absolutely nowhere near me. Everybody was safe. It was right. Right. But, but, and then I made the comment that if we ever did need to end the podcast, that that would be a really good ending where I just like go crazy and think that Shannon's Nina and stab her. And then Shannon made the point that it would never get released because I don't know how to edit and release it. And so I asked her husband if he would do that for us. And he got the joke and and Ryan (laughs) understood at least like our talking points, but everyone else in the room was just like, okay. I forgot. That's when it went dark. That's right. Yes. (laughs) So. Hmm. I forgot. Even if something happened. 24 hours and I already forgot that. (laughs) Right. Even if something happened to one of us though, if we had a last episode, we would want it released because that's how we are. Not if you so. killed me on air because yes, you thought yes, that I was yes. Nina. It would be the highest ratings we've ever gotten. It would be a, a TikTok You would be trend. going to jail in a heartbeat. It would be a TikTok trend and no, be we don't, we don't need, No, we don't want that to be a TikTok trend. <laughs> we do not want that to be a TikTok trend at all. Not actual violence, but like reenacting like the sound bites of of me losing it and yeah hmm. how about we don't glorify <laughs> actual crimes killing me would be a crime i would never kill you i love you too much i feel like i'd snap out of it even if i was in a breakdown but the plot line is is there it would be it would be good ratings this might get us good ratings just talking about it <laughs> 
we're gonna get a thousand a thousand emails maybe you should have amanda checked out and <laughs> make sure you continue um recording virtually this, we i was gonna say is this why room. we're recording virtually today were you worried about no, yourself no i i have i have no desire to kill anyone at this moment so thanks for checking up on me you're welcome <laughs> Other than punching, it, it did make for character. an awkward moment, though. Yeah. Oh, anyway, yeah. I just want to. I just want to punch fictional characters. No, no real people. But Gladys, like, I know we talk about how horrible she can be, but it still shocks me every time that she speaks to a child that way. Yeah, I'm more confused as to why there are swim lessons at a hotel's pool and not at oh, I don't know, like a gym. Or why YMCA? Yeah, something like that. Like the hotel has. Swim Did they lessons? say that the swim? Well, I guess yeah, that makes sense because they said that um, Betty took Avery to her swim lesson. I was gonna say I I I thought that Sam was just letting her practice scout mm. practice, but that would make more sense. It would make more sense, but yeah, I think you're right. They have actually said like that's where the lessons are. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so Sam and Gladys discuss Sasha, and I wish that they had Gladys reacting differently in more of like an almost, almost like she's she's being caught, but now she's doubling down instead right. of I hate everything that she's doing, but I just wish that she was doing the wow, I really messed up. I have to figure out how to hide this. Not I deserve this. I'm gonna right. You know, it's. No, yeah. I want her to show some remorse, but I also think that she's not aware of how bad that doctor is. But she is smart enough to know that what she is doing to Sasha is. Well, I think she's smart enough to know that the pills that he gave Sasha are going to cause the reaction that she has seen. But I don't think she knows that now that Sasha's in the facility, that he's injecting her with the old meds that she used to take because that that's definitely crossing a line it's just so gross and i'm just curious okay this is actually how we can probably distinguish between when the old scripts ran out and the new ones begin because again that article that we read it sounded like they were just starting to use new writers right or substitute writers sorry not new writers substitute writers mm -hmm. at the end of july sophia matson had her baby may 21st right and she is still pregnant. Yes. So unless she just didn't take maternity leave and pop the baby out and then went right back. I mean, who knows? She seems crazy that she would do something like that. But I also think she seems like someone that would want to spend every minute that she could at home with her kids. But I'm telling you, if she doesn't earn all kinds of awards for these performances, I, I may protest and be like, forget it. I'm not watching anymore. She did so amazing. Yeah. And the way that they are like playing with her head of flipping between um, Cyrus and Austin, it's like, oh my gosh, she was so on point with all of it. Yeah. But Cody, like, oh, that's went what I, to the salon. I I said Austin instead of Cody again. <laughs> I keep doing that. I don't understand because they don't even interact. So I don't, I don't know. know how you do that. I don't know. I'm it's sorry. Okay. I obviously am so used to it at this point that I know. Right, you don't even correct me, but I'll correct I, myself. I pick up on the context clues of what you're talking about. <laughs> yes. 
So does everyone else, like I'm assuming. Yes, we have never gotten an email as to why does Amanda keep talking about Austin when it's Cody? Right. How come she still doesn't know her characters? I don't know. Their names, I just can't. Anyway. But he hightailed it to the salon and told Diane, I am not pressing charges. Sasha is in trouble. She needs help, not all right. of this stuff. So you need to go help her. And then he tries smooth move trying to play off that he's Dante. Yes, yes. But you should know they were going to ask for a license. Come on. Yeah. But Janice, the nurse who is yep. Josh Swickert's wife, Lauren, followed the rules. Thank you, Janice. Yep. She's a good rule follower. The other nurse, she was like all for it. She's like, it's okay. Just let him go. And Janice was like, no, I have to follow the rules. Right. And those are big rules to be following. Those are big yeah. rules to be following. It's not, yeah, sure, let that kid eat a little extra piece of cake, you know? Right, right. I agree. It was, like I said, just different to see her in that role instead of the mm -hmm. loving. I expected her to be the other nurse that was like, just let it go. They obviously need to visit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then Cody was really smart and went and spoke with Brooklyn. Yes. Because he obviously could not go back and get Dante. Right, right. But so he asked Brooklyn to help him get into Shady Brook and be able to see Sasha. And Janice fangirled out and was like, you're the BLQ that works with Chase and Blaze. Yep, yep. And uh, Brooklyn's like, here, do you want to hear their new song? It hasn't dropped yet, blah, blah, blah. Just happens so to have it on cool. her phone. Yeah. That's the age difference thing. I don't understand that. Mm -hmm. But I bet that that's, I bet people do that. I'm <laughs> sure that, I'm sure they can, yes. So. But yeah, then he went to see Sasha and she freaked out because she had just had the nightmare about Cyrus. So yeah. the hallucination about Cyrus. But I don't understand how they're going to explain like, okay, so you're in the facility. The only people that can see you are people who are on the approved list or doctors. So how are we going to explain that she has that medicine in her system again? Oh, well, they're, if they're not testing her for it, if the doctor's not having those tests run. Well, see, I thought he was going to test her again to be like, look, see, she's a drug addict. We definitely need to keep her. She's relapsed, blah, blah, blah. But assuming that they would do blood work on intake, they would be able to see that those were not in her system when she checked in. And right. now that she's been there a day or two, it is in her system. So where is she getting those drugs from? Right. That's why I'm wondering. Like, I don't think that he would retest her then because... Yeah. She's been in there long enough to detox. Right. Well, I mean, so I don't know how long it actually takes for all of those things to detox from your body, but she has been in there for quite some time that it would not be fresh. Right. And I imagine that the levels would be higher the more yeah. recently that you did. Right. So. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just so know. tired of them putting her through all of this. I know. Can Like, when she comes back from maternity leave, can we please give her an amazing recovery story and let her just be the star of deception and have a really really good life <laughs> right right what no matter how, if it's about her falling in love with something that like lasts someone that it lasts or um ending up having a baby that lives like i don't care how they write it or what they give her just her on her own it doesn't have to even center around either of those things but just can we have her like six months be happy please 
Yeah, six months is not that long of a time. Right, right. I know you got to cause drama eventually because that's the point of soaps. But can we just give this one character a break for like six months? Yes, I agree. I guess we could just stick with Cyrus then. And Martin went to go visit, or he was still visiting him. That that was the, still the same, right? They were still. I th- I think it was still supposed to be the same day. Okay, and Cyrus had his money given to the Rodden Institute to end recidivism. You guys all heard the word recidivism, right? I was going to say, I can't help you. I can't help you because now you like. mm. It's recidivism. Oh, goodness gracious. (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow. That should be the title. (laughs) No. (laughs) But it's actually a real thing. There's an article from Rutgers. Uh, Donald Roden, the professor who founded a prison-to-college program that provides a second chance. It's called the Mountain View Project at Rutgers, and it has produced produced national scholars. He believes that the public has a moral responsibility when it comes to criminal justice and education. And it just talks about how he dedicated um, the past couple decades, or how he dedicated the past decade to demonstrating that people behind bars deserve second chances and that educating pays them off. His mission started in 2005, so now we're at 20 years almost. Wow. This article's from 2016. Mm -hmm. When the Rutgers University New Brunswick Associate Professor, a scholar of Japanese history, founded the Mountain View Project, a prison-to-college program, Rodin believed that that motivated students, even if they came from behind prison walls, should have opportunities in life that that only an education can provide. He knew some would thrive, others may not. And then it just goes on to talking about how, wow, he was 71 years old. Wow. He began visiting the Mountain View Youth Correctional Facility in Annadale, New Jersey in 2002 after the death of his mother. She had volunteered at a literacy program teaching reading at halfway houses and community centers. And he wanted to do something to honor her memory. That's so sweet. Mm -hmm. And since its inception, so in 2016, it had been around for 11 years. Okay. They've enrolled 110 former inmates, 25 earned bachelor's degrees, five received masters, and 49 were currently active students. The program's graduates have an overall 3.1 grade point average, with one former inmate having a perfect 4.0. Most importantly, only 5.3% of those admitted to Rutgers through the Mountain View program have ever been convicted again. The recidivism rate, recidivism that rate is significantly below below that of non-participants. That's awesome. Yeah. That's I thought that was really, really cool. I'm not gonna read yeah. the whole article. Like that was just some of the highlights of the article. Right, right. But that but is really cool. See, Cyrus is trying to do good. He got rid of his money and said only he here other people can use it. But then he looked at Austin. Exactly. What? Exactly. Told ya. Told ya. Or is it the knowing look that he knows that Austin's not no, it's not the, we're not as naive to things as he presents himself? Mm-mm. It's I'm Cyrus, and I still have a hand in the cookie jar, even though I gave some of the extra stash of cookies away. He's just giving away cookies. Just giving away cookies, but he's still keeping enough cookies for himself, so he's not as nice as you think he is. I don't know. I'm curious about that look, though, because. I, I did rewind that a couple times and I'm like, okay, 
I think that I really do. I think that he just knows that like Austin's related to Mason. Yeah. But I'm curious to see how they all kind of intertwine. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go into Mason? I don't know. Ugh. He's so yucky. First of all, how does he not know Olivia's a quarter main? Right. Like, how does he not know all that when he Austin's knows part of quarter main? Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So her and Carly, after they have their moments of, oh, we're best friends again, they go to the bar and they purposely go to the dive bar because that brings back their memories of being young and going to Jake's. And Olivia didn't go to Jake's. That was Carly remembering Jake's and Olivia were just remembering being in high school, getting into bars. Yes. So they go to the bar and Olivia goes to the bathroom and Eddie Main pops up and starts hitting on Carly. I don't know how he didn't know either. I know he doesn't know too, too much, but I still don't know because Carly had brought uh, Donna over and stuff. So I don't know how he never made the connection. I know he never met Carly, but I still don't know how it would never come up in their conversation of, oh, yeah, Donna's mom isn't Avery's mom. That's my ex Carly, blah, 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 blah. And then he goes talking about um, how wonderful Nina is. And she's like, yeah, yeah, back to the quarter because I don't right. want to hear that. And then he starts talking crap on Olivia. So she accidentally stamps on his toe and is like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought I saw a bug. And in the meantime, Olivia is just standing off to the side. Like, I'm going to let this go because I know he's better in Carly's arms than somebody else's while she can kind of direct him home. And yeah, here comes Mason. And he's like, hey, let me see you. You're so beautiful. Whoa, blah, getting all handsy. I was, I thought it was nice that Ned um, stuck up for her. But at the same time, I totally thought that she was going to be the one that knocked him out. Because she's like, I'm telling you, like, don't touch me, blah, blah, blah. And Olivia did grow up in a neighborhood that she was tough and she took care of herself. So I thought that she was going to punch him out herself. But instead, Ned came to her rescue. So then the three of them get arrested. Like, they started everything. And he just gets away. And it's not fair. And nobody sees him leave through the back door or, like, the trail of blood in that direction or anything. We just let it go. Right. Well, I loved that the bartender kind of just side sent the right. bottle down to the bar and was like, I'm not seeing this go down. Yes. And really exactly. grabbed it and yes. smashed him over the head. Right. It's been a while since we've had a good bottle smashing. So that was good. But yeah, so then he goes and sees his cousin because he's like, oh, you need to stitch me up. And he whines about it the whole time. Yeah. And then them getting arrested is what leads to my favorite person, Nina, being a crybaby because she wakes up and Sonny's not there. If you called me, I'm sorry, if you called me in the middle of the night to tell me that your husband just got up and left, be clear that Shannon's husband is not in the mob, to my knowledge, anyway. But then he got my knowledge either. So (laughs) then he got up and left without saying goodbye to you. And clearly we both know that he's out doing his job of putting the signs up. I would not sit there and like, oh boo-hoo you. Even though even though what he's doing is completely innocent as opposed to Sonny that is not. I would not sit there and boohoo with you and be like, oh, yeah, I'm so sorry you're upset. He I can't believe he left without saying goodbye. I would totally no. You know what his job is. You know he does this all the time. He's out doing what he needs to do. Roll over and go back to sleep. He'll be home when he gets home. Right. Well, it, Nina said, or Ava, Ava said, yeah. Like she called her out on it and she's like, and you're surprised why? Right. You know he doesn't work nine to five. 
exactly. Like he's going to come home and not tell you things and he's not going to leave you a note because he can't leave you a note. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like, sorry, honey. Gotta go shoot someone. BRB. Right. Right. Gotta go intimidate someone. Yeah. Kisses. I'll pick up Duncan on the way home. Right? <laughs> oh, man. No. No. And she's been with him long enough now. Yep. Yeah. It is not a surprise. I mean, she knew when she got involved with him what he did. But especially now, she's had enough sleepovers over there to know that he gets phone calls all hours of the day and night. But there was quite a period of time where he was not really doing stuff that he used to do. Right, 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 right. And now with this whole Pikeman thing, it feels like he is getting more back to Sunny that we know. Yes. And I think that I kind of like that, that it's not like he just immediately went back into his old mob life right. and she stayed and now we're having issues with it. It's taken a while for him to get back to this point where he's having the secret meetings and <clears throat> I mean, he's always had like the secret meetings, but I'm talking right. about, you know, like the ones with brick about yes. the Pikeman deal and right. being involved with Valentine and um, yeah, but that's who where Sonny went was to pick up Eddie because that's who Eddie called. Right. Right. Exactly. And exactly. he offered to get Carly and she's like, no, Joss will come get me. Just, just let Sonny get you out of jail so you can go oh. home. It's the middle of the night. I don't know that I would have let him find me out. So you'll take his house, but not his get out of jail free card. Right. There's a little bit of principle there of, no, I don't need your help. For the you. thing that she got arrested for was completely justified. No, somebody else come find me out. I don't think I would let my ex find me out. Especially because he, like, presumed that she needed him. It was his arrogance. I guess if he would have come for Eddie and been like, oh, you're still here. Joss didn't answer you yet. Would you like me to sign you out or something like that? Maybe I would have taken it differently. But he... He totally did. He was just like, come with me. Come on. I'm signing you out. Like, you need me. And she was like, mm -mm. nope, don't need you. I have some pride. I'll figure it out. Thanks anyway. That is now the second time that she has said, because it, it was in the flashback with Olivia, that pride is all she has left. Yeah. I'm sure everyone is familiar with the phrase pride before the fall. True. So she needs to kind of be thinking about how how prideful she is. All she has left is her pride. You know, pride is not necessarily a good thing. You can have self-confidence and determination without being prideful. Right. No, this was definitely a situation, like they say, cutting off your nose to spite your face. But I can't say that I would have been any more mature than that because, <laughs> especially when he was like, you know, you can always count on me. Uh, no, I can't. That's the reason why we're not living in the same household and you're making wedding plans with someone else. I couldn't count on you. Thanks, yeah. anyway. So I'll get out on my own. And Dante tried to bail out Olivia. And yes. then she was very resistant to it until he was like, yeah, so um, tomorrow Leo's going to wake up. And I don't think she forgot about Leo. I really, really don't. Right, right. But she, because I, I understood her. She's like, no, I did not do anything wrong. You know, right. let me sit here until it's proven. Yes. Because I'm not having you bail me out because that kind of says, yeah, sure, I was guilty. Right, right. But she let that go. Mm -hmm. See, she is not prideful. She remembered there's other people involved in my life other than me I need to consider. Yeah, 
but Carly's person that she needs to consider is her adult daughter, not like a little child. Avery and Donna need to be considered. Yeah, the nanny's there to take care of them. It'll be fine. Same thing with Olivia, actually. Except for Leo may be a little more quick to notice because Olivia seems to be around all the time. Like, at least you get that impression that she's there every morning and then she goes off. Well, yeah, they have their routines. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, and then uh, Dante goes home to Sam and she's like, is your mom okay? And he's like, oh, yeah, I just had to bail her out of jail. It's okay. <laughs> they got into a bar fight. It's fine. And then they had the whole lovemaking scene that I could have done without. I did do without. I fast forwarded. <laughs> Uh, I let it run through, but it was like, okay, I thought we avoided this when he, they got interrupted the first time. But, and I did think it was weird. So fast or rewind a little bit. We show uh, Sam and Maxie having a girl's time, girls meet up at Maxie's house because, you know, they're BFFs. And Sam comes up with the great idea that Shannon had already written a couple weeks ago that Maxie will move into Lulu's old house. And so then she gets home, and in the middle of them making out, she's like, wait, wait, Dante, before we go any further, I need to ask you a very important question. That that was weird. Yeah. I it, feel like you'd asked that before you got into your sexy nightgown and climbed into bed and started making out. And it's a big thing. It's not just, oh, hey, I forgot, can Maxie borrow the camera tomorrow? All right. Right, you know, exactly. No, hey, can Maxie and her kids move into the place where you and your ex-wife lived with your family? And I'm sorry, he hasn't thought about that place in a while. Right. He hasn't thought about that when he's paying the taxes or utilities right. or homeowners insurance. Yeah. Well, I also, I, again, I thought it's it's nice. It's a good idea. But I was also annoyed with how she was talking it up like they had the conversation if she was moving into dante's house or if dante was moving in to her house whenever they got together she obviously lives in this beautiful penthouse but it does not have a yard it does not have all that stuff and she's like oh my gosh maxie's just gonna have such a nice time because there's a yard for james to play well maybe your boys would like to kick a soccer ball around sometime and there'll be place for them to put a swing set for bailey lou well scout's still little enough that she would enjoy a swing set i'm sure right and and Georgie can have friends over. Well, again, your kids probably want a place that's big enough for them to have friends over, too. So why was your penthouse something you couldn't give up, but you're talking up this house like it's the dream come true for everyone? Right. So, I But I'm glad that they all agreed, and I think that, that she will be happy there. I, like, it's definitely time to move from that apartment, and going someplace that Lulu was, I think, will bring her comfort. I'm curious as to why they are going to rent it to her rather than sell it to her. Because he said that he wanted to leave it like that in case Lulu wakes up so right. she can make the decision. Right. But. Realistically, it's, it's been three years. Yeah. But it's Maxie. It's right. not a right. stranger. It's not, you know, it, it's Maxie. Right. I don't feel like Lulu would object to that. And I feel like everybody knows that. Right. That's where it just. I didn't understand his rationale with that. It's, no, you know her well enough. She would have said yes. Right. And when she wakes up, she and Maxie can just figure it out. Yeah. Now, maybe he's going to do rent for like the first year to make sure that everybody's happy there. 
Because Maxie was looking at other houses. Yeah. So maybe she's not sure that that's the house she'd actually want to settle on. True. Because she's only ever had the apartment. So she needs to get used to, okay, now we have a little bit more space. Right. Is it enough? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. I will accept that. Thank you. (laughs) I did like that Sam showed up with what wine and ice cream, which I've never done. I know that they make wine ice cream, but I've never tried it. I've never tried it either. And she was just trying to help out Maxie. I like that. Yes. Mm, I don't really know where to go from there. How about Christina and Alexis? Because they were talking about the books that Sam gave to her. Yes. So that those scenes didn't completely bore me. They could have been probably 10 minutes shorter than what they were to just kind of get to the point. But Christina was there watching her movie. Alexis comes in, is surprised that she's there, and then surprises her that she's like, oh, actually, I'm watching that series, so don't ruin it for me. Because How to Catch I, a Killer. Yeah, I am. Christina I'm and I would on, be friends. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm only on uh, episode three. I'm not ready yet, blah, blah, blah. And then she trips over her books and is like, oh, did you bring these here to burn them? I thought, who burns books? Like, if you gave me a book that insulted me or I just had no interest in, I would not burn it, even if right. I was angry that you gave it to me. Right. Like, that is not that is not my go-to. I who don't like, like what they're doing to Christina. I, I no. know. I, I think we've said this every single week, but I don't like that they're making her out to be a self-centered, bratty, um, yeah, I don't want to say idiotic, but I can't think of another word right now. Right. It was like, that's what that conversation was of her being like, I know I'm normally stupid, but now I actually took the books and read them and now I'm learning something. Right. And Alexis being, Here's yeah, Alexis, good job. You didn't burn a book and your sister will be so happy to see that you got, she was trying to help you and you learned something. Yay. On tomorrow's special episode. Right. Right. And yet, so Alexis jumps to Christina was going to burn the books, and yet she thinks that the axe throwing is too dangerous. Right. It's too violent. I'm sorry. It's too violent. Yes. Yes. Although I am totally her the one time that I have gone axe throwing. Um, I think I only got it to stick one time. I still have not gone. So it's, we'll have to do that because I, I want to do better. You want to intimidate people that you can throw it on the bullseye instantly? Like, boom, I kicked your butt. Yes. <laughs> I know that Alexis met with Gregory because that's where the whole axe throwing thing went, but that really bored me. There wasn't much there to care about. Well, and it kind of stemmed from uh, Tracy approached Gregory kindly. Right. And he did the very thing that he accuses her of doing all the time, which yep. is very contradictory. Mm hmm. And she's like, I'm sorry that I phoned a friend because I was concerned about you. And he's like, well, I don't think Alexis shares your. Right. You guys are not friends. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it was all just kind of pointless, whatever. I really don't know how she didn't smack him. Yeah. We are very violent this week. I was going to say, this is a violent episode. <laughs> We're smacking everybody. No, like the point of us being in the hospital, I felt like was just to see Finn and Elizabeth be cute together, which they were cute together and like he came up and asked for the head nurse and she was like well what can i help you with blah 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 and so that was it was their interaction is just cute like they're flirty appropriately and cute and then they went up and um looked at the stars 
because she was checking on him because he had lost a patient, blah, blah, blah. And so I enjoyed all that. But I feel like the name of the show is General Hospital. We didn't need to take Gregory there to start an argument for us to go to the hospital. Right. So. But it was sweet. I guess Finn was growing mold for Jake. (laughs) Yes. Yes. He's doing something with penicillin. I wish that they had... It's been a long time since I said this. So if you're newer to the show, there was a period of time where Finn heavily relied on his support animal of Roxy, the lizard. And I thought that they were going. Bearded dragon. Bearded Bearded dragon. dragon. I'm sorry. Bearded Bearded dragon. Dragon. See, it's been so long. I forgot what it even was. I think I have one of those in my house. I think that's one of the things that Megan got. I mean, you should know if you have a bearded dragon in your house. I I don't know. I've said this before. We have two axolotls. We have 11 cats. And then we have three lizardy things. And I think that one or two of them are bearded dragons. But I would have to ask Megan to be sure. But their names all rhyme. And so it's cute. Like, because you ask about them like they're twins. But they're not. Because they're not the same type of lizards. Oh, dear. Anyway. (laughs) You want me to bring it? It can make a guest appearance next week. No, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Wookie would probably not be very happy with it. And I don't feel like having to tell Megan, sorry, your mom brought brought, your lizard over and. I brought Shannon her own support bearded dragon. So she can be like. But we never, they never fully, I don't need a support animal. So that would do a disservice. (laughs) But they never fully developed that storyline. And I still feel like it would have been so important if they had acknowledged that he was autistic or he's of the age where he probably would have been diagnosed Asperger's before it was right um moved into fall under the autism spectrum right right they should this, have done that and have, have a love story and be a parent and you know do yeah. all of these things because it also explains some of the social awkwardness and the extreme literalness and you know things like that right and they didn't you know they just dropped it and now he's just and his little quirks and everything that it just yeah he's cute like you know he's a cute character and he's you know a little smitten with liz and everything but no it still would have made sense but i mean he carried that thing with him everywhere Mm -hmm. it was like he couldn't do anything without his support Right. So even if they would have said, like, this is an easy explanation, again, because we're doctors and we work in a hospital. Oh, I'm so glad that the new medication, Dr. So-and-so put me on, helped with my anxiety so much that now I only need to have Roxy at home to talk to before I go to bed or something like that. Like, very easy explanation as to why we don't need her around all the time. But you don't just magically wake up one day and be like, oh, I'm over it all. It's fine. Right. Exactly. <sighs> but anyway, part of what they talked about was his realization that the guy that he lost had a daughter about Violet's age. Yeah. And that opened up the conversation for him to ask Liz if she would consider being Violet's guardian should something happen to him. And I mean, and that's only natural. I mean, her mom is her sister, so... Right, 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 right. You know, yeah, I was kind of. They said that Chase was it already, and that he wanted to change it because Chase has a very dangerous job. But I was thinking, I feel like Elizabeth would have been the first choice anyway because she gets along with Chase. It's not like she would cut ties with that side of the family, and right. she's already raised a couple kids. So by herself, yeah, 
Right, right, exactly. So not that Chase isn't an amazing dad when he was um, stepping in for Bailey Lou, but there's a big difference between six months versus 20 years of parenting. Right. So, but that could take us to Esme. Spencer said out loud, she's a good mom. And whenever she said thanks for that compliment, he was like, it's not really a compliment. I'm just stating facts. So that was, that was nice. And then they took some really cute pictures, which were only really cute because that baby is so cute. And then uh, it shows Esme pushing. Nicholas and Avery are cute in their own right, too. They are the actors. Yes. 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 They are. I but... just realized those are also both characters on the show. So yes, I wasn't sure yes. if you were like, wait, what are you talking about? Well, when you said Nicholas at first, I was ready to correct you to Spencer. And then whenever you said Avery, I was like, oh, okay, we're going with real names. Um, no, they are very cute young adults, but I'm sorry, when you have a baby like that, it would be like us trying to take a picture yesterday. If you and me took a picture with our friend's baby, we would not be the highlight of that picture. No. So he did so good with a little smash cake. Though. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I I feel bad though whenever you have the older kids because you have to kind of let them in on it, but at the same time you want to be like, don't touch it. Like let him just do it on his own. They did so, good now. They were they all part of it and let him go. And yeah. Yeah. It was very cute. But Esme overheard Spencer and Valentine talking about Nicholas, and she suggests, well, maybe he's dead. Yeah. And they look at her like, why would you even say that? Uh, Because he hasn't been around for months on end now. And, of course, Spencer jumps right to, well, he abandoned me. So he had abandoned his other kid, too. It's not a big deal. Right. But Spencer did thank Valentine for everything that he did in Greenland. And said, you know, he was kind of wrong about him. And Valentine mentioned that they have the opportunity to basically start fresh with the Cassidine name and really make it something well, he said that, and then he was like, uh, I'm not as good as you think I am. Like, it's on you and your aunt and your cousins and my daughter to make it a good name. I'm not really part of that anymore. And it was, dude, you can do better, too. It's okay. Yeah. Stop being involved with Pikemen, and maybe things will be better. Well, as we learned from when Anna approached him, where was her red yarn? Right? Yes. And- just like on the board and as you're connecting them realizing oh all the spokes are going to valentine but she got there she got there yeah. I'm, I, you probably know this just because you know odd things is kerosene more flammable than gasoline i don't know i just wonder because again you know if you want to go to the dark side if i was going to burn someone's house down i would just take gasoline that's what would pop into my head first but that person was using kerosene so i was wondering if that one is like more controllable, so you should use that instead of gasoline. Or... It is not as flammable as gasoline, but it is just as dangerous. Okay. Thanks, Google Shannon. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I just, okay. Who do you think it is? I don't know. I think it's Alex. And I think that's who tried to shoot her. Oh, okay. I think that's, I think uh, that's who it is. But they threw us off because those were men's shoes. Girls can wear men's boots. I know. They weren't really men's boots. They were kind of shiny. But it's okay. shiny. They were more than no. They weren't boots, really. But okay. But so, yeah, Anna went and boots. talked to Robert about, hey, do you know about Pikeman? Robert was just useless this week. He he was like, huh, what are you getting at? And then she explained it to him and he was like, hmm. He didn't really give her any information. And she's like, all right, I'll figure that out on my own. And she leaves. 
And then Diane shows up and is like, hey, you're going to need to drop the charges on Sasha because we don't want charges pressed, blah, 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 blah. Call whoever and get that done. And then she's like, here, you need a new car. Come to the car show with me. And he totally like dumps on it and is like no I don't really need a new car and she's like you do you need to try something new blah 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 and he still car keeps leaving you and it's unreliable right breaking down right and he's just like no and so finally she snatched the ticket back and was like never mind because Alexis appreciates spending time with me so I'll take her instead and he was not getting it that she's the car right right and Holly's car it keeps leaving him stranded and alone. Right. It saddens me to think that men of that age aren't any smarter. Like, he's not getting it. You should have learned by now, Robert. You were married to some pretty uh, amazing women. You should know how to pick up on Diane's signs and what she's saying. Right. <sighs> so frustrating. Where else can we go from there? Mm-hmm. Oh, we learned Anna's address this week. It's 232 Harborview Road. I don't think we knew that before. And if we did, I just didn't realize it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I knew that or not. It doesn't matter now. I'm not going to be sending her mail for a while because her house just burned down. Right? And she was done with that, too, because she touched the handle and was like, oh, that's so hot. And then still opens the door, goes inside and, like, stands there as stuff is falling around her. I feel like Anna is smart enough to understand what could happen if you open a door. Right? With flames. Right? And she's like standing there looking into the den for a second like, oh, maybe I should go in there and save something. And like the beam falls down. I'm like, are you trying to get yourself killed? Maybe it was just the shock of everything. But still, I feel like that's not, I don't know, that was weird. Right. Right. I expected her to see the flame from under the door. Maybe feel the door for a second just to confirm and then back up and call 911. Well, and wasn't it Dante and Jordan talked about Pikeman, right? Yeah. See, I don't know that I agree with you that it's Alex because I think that Alex would be the one that shot at her because she would want her dead. But whoever set her house on fire obviously didn't want her dead because they saw her leave. True. And then set on fire. So maybe she has two different people after her. Maybe. Maybe it's Alex and Faison. Maybe. Your husband would be so happy. He would. <laughs> so Pikeman has an about us. And it was, for decades, Pikeman has been one of the world's most reliable and effective private military contractors in the world. Our team of highly experienced and skilled professionals will provide solutions to businesses, governments, and organizations pursuing success in high-risk environments around the world. Okay. That is quite the mission statement. It is. I'm just kind of bored with the story. I know I know when it all comes together, it's going to be like, oh, that's awesome. That makes sense. I have faith in them for that. But right now, it's just like dragging on between Pikeman and then um, all the stuff with Austin and his cousin. And okay, now they're related to Pikeman because Sonny saw all the pictures And they all link together, but he can't actually investigate them too much yet because they have Nicholas's body, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, someone just needs to like stand up and make a decision and go somewhere with this because we're all just sitting around talking about it and no one's doing anything. And I kind of find it hard to believe that Sonny waited for this point to investigate like Austin's background. Right. I feel like the second that he knew that Ava was hanging out with him, even if he did nothing with the information, 
that he right. would have been like, okay, you're going to be around my kid. I'm going to make sure yeah. everything's on the up and up. And yeah. maybe then gone to Ava and been like, hey, so this Mason guy, do you know anything about him? Because we right. cannot be blamed for our families. Right, 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 right. But once we see him hanging around the hospital, yeah, it's not hard to put two and two together. Yeah. Oh, I guess something that we didn't, well, I guess what came first was at the Metro Court, Olivia was comparing Ned to Sonny to Nina. Yeah. And about her concerns about him being out all night and, you know, possibly going home with somebody, which is a very good concern to have. Right, right. And Nina's... I felt like she wasn't really getting it. She wasn't getting it because Olivia was trying to say in nicer words, I hope he's not just, you know, going out and hooking up with anybody. And Nina's kind of like, oh, yeah, I, you know, Sonny didn't really have any realm of experience. And I was like, hey, and then we went home together. So right. he didn't have any other options. So here we are. Right. Exactly. Exactly. There seems to be like no other women in that town except for the ones at the square dance, and they all had partners. So, but then she goes and offers to plan their wedding. Yeah, I did like her point about it should be at the Metro Court, though. As much as I hate that because that's Carly's place, it is true. If you owned a fancy venue and then didn't have your own wedding there, I would wonder what's wrong with you. Right. Absolutely. It's like you want to know who your doctor's doctor is because that's who you want to go to because they it must be the best. Right. And then she started talking to Nina about, I know that Drew was not the one who, or um, that Ned was not the one who turned in Drew and Carly. Mm-hmm. Find out who it is. Yep. They should make Nina actually have a guilty conscience between Willow wanting her to end the feud with Carly and the fact that it's coming between Carly and... Olivia, that she goes and turns herself in and is like, hey, I did this. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's not like she's going to get in trouble other than the personal ramifications because she did the quote unquote right thing of turning in guilty people. So it's not like she made it up or planted evidence or something to get this done. It actually happened. Yeah. So. And then at the Quartermain Mansion, Tracy pleaded with Olivia to have Ned committed and Olivia yeah. wouldn't. Oh, that's what, that's what Gregory was doing to Tracy when she was upset about something. And he's like, he's, he has his own agency. You need to let him go and be the person that he is, that he is. And no, this is a person who went through a traumatic brain injury and is now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. And like, he just really laid into her for, oh, and then he said something about basically you're not supposed to be a mom anymore. Right. Right. I thought when Ned fell that he was going to like, that's, what's going to trigger some of his memory to come back. He was really hoping for that, but I don't know. But Ned over here, Eddie overhears, Olivia said that she would not do it. Mm -hmm. I feel like it was more of a right now. I'm not right. going to do it. But then he comes around and she tries talking to him again about who he used to be. And he tells her very plainly that Ned is gone. And then she mentions that he and Brooklyn should make music together. Yes, exactly. And he's like, I don't know that I want to do duets. And she's like, no, Brooklyn doesn't sing. She just helps write some music. And she mentioned Lennon and McCartney. Yep. So there's the Beatles. There you go. I think really the only thing left is Curtis. 
Okay. Marshall went to visit him and brought cards to play go fish. Yeah. And who was it? Liz went in to check on him and she's like, I feel like you know more adult games. With right, cards. right, right. But he was sweet and he's like, no, this reminds him of when we used to play when I was a kid. And if this is what makes him feel better about right. helping me, that's what I'm going to do. Yes. I thought that was nice. But then Trina goes home. Oh, first Trina begged Finn to let her see Curtis. Mm -hmm. And then she winds up moving back in with Portia. And she's the one talking about how we need to make the house more accessible. And, you know, I know that you like the beach house, but is this really the best place for him? Right. And then she gets up and goes to her room or something. Spencer comes in with more of her bags. And oh, Portia, I. She's just so ridiculous. It's. I can't wait for Trina to overhear her one time and then flip out because she's like, okay, Spencer, you can leave now. And he says, well, I'm going to at least go upstairs and tell Trina bye. Like, okay, I'll respect you enough to leave since you don't want me in your house, but I'm going to say goodbye to my girlfriend. And she's like, no, that's not necessary. I'll tell her that you left. You said bye. Like, that's totally rude. And that's not like Spencer. Mm -hmm. And Trina has to see that eventually to be like, Hmm, how come every time you're around mom, he just suddenly disappears without any warning? And he's being so considerate and not saying anything because he's like, hmm, she's got a lot of stuff going on right now. So, right, right. Mm. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm the person I would like to punch in the face this week. <laughs> you're the one punching people this week. I punched last week. Oh, uh, I can punch her for you, or you can come be my sidekick this week. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just, I, they need to do something with her because I'm so over her being such a jerk and so whiny and acting like reality doesn't exist. Well, no, you'll have to stay, Marshall. I don't want you to leave and everything's going to be great. And he's like, yeah, I don't know that it is. Right. So, but at least Curtis finally did see Trina. Trina went and asked Finn for help and Finn went in and saw Curtis and was like, I don't have any medicine to make you feel better, but I have something that might even be better. And let's Trina come in. And Curtis isn't a jerk and doesn't turn her away and actually sits there and talks to her for a little bit. So, yeah, that made me happy. That was really good. I think that's it. I was going to say, I can't like they really did kind of stay on topic this week. Everything just kind of moved along. Yeah, that's it. All righty. Reality check. All right. So, do we want to address the thing? Because it made national news. I think that we have to address it because people know that we are from this area. So so Saturday, August 12th, um, if anyone saw it on the national news, there was a really bad house explosion in Plum, Pennsylvania. And that is actually where Amanda and I live. So we always refer to, I think we've maybe mentioned it a couple times, but it's the house is basically five minutes away from my house. Um, one house has been completely leveled. Two others burnt down. You know, dozens of people injured to some right. degree. You know, dozens of houses have been damaged to some degree. And it's just been really hard the yeah. past 24 hours. I was really actually nervous about talking about Anna's house. Yeah. Yeah, it hit me um, because uh, there were some people that unfortunately were casualties of the explosion and one of them was a child around Madeline's age. So whenever Finn said this week, it was hard to think about Violet's. Um, you waited the, to watch. Oh. Yeah. The, the man who passed away in the show was 
the father of someone Violet's age, I was like, yeah, someone that just passed away in our neighborhood is someone that is Madeline's age. And I didn't know, know the family, but I knew them well enough because they were part of the football organization that we are, um, that Madeline cheers for. So it's just crazy. I mean, tragedy is tragedy no matter how it happens or where it happens or whatever. But you just think as a kid, like your neighborhood is the safest place for you to be or going somewhere, you know, yeah. with your dad that that you're safe. And it's not always the case. So, yeah. But the nice part about it is, though, that our communities come together amazingly. You know, they put out a call for uh, just basic supplies for the rescue workers as far as water and like Gatorade and stuff. And I swear it was in within like an hour and a half or so. They were like, "Okay, please stop bringing us water Mm -hmm. and Gatorade because we have nowhere to put this. Like you guys overwhelmingly have supported us and different local businesses donated food and have told the people that were affected by it, you know, they're free to come in for a meal. There's been tons of people in the surrounding neighborhoods that have offered up you know, rooms Houses. in their house yes. yeah, or if they have a, a second house or a camper or a whatever, just yeah. if you need to come stay here, if you need to just take a shower, like whatever you need. And so that that's awesome. Different stores are open today that aren't normally open just to take donations because they're not doing a GoFundMe because I guess that takes time to get the money out of there and everyone needs immediate relief. So well, and there can be so many scams and, you know, people were mentioning, but the Red Cross will be there. They can write a check. You know, insurance companies can typically write a check on scene. That's all well and good. Right. right. But, you know, there's there's some things that those organizations don't cover. Yeah. And, you know, it it's amazing that, um, you know, we're doing what we're doing. And, you know, we frequently mention our friend um, that she and her husband you know, our first responders. And I know that they've been working on this. Um, so I actually have a friend who was just a few houses down from the one that exploded and she just texted that the power's back on. Oh, so that's good. Um, thankfully she and her husband were not home, but gave me a good scare for a little bit. Cause I wasn't able to get in touch with them. They were out of town. So, yeah, you know, and, but I mean, like they were still out there, but right. Right. Yeah. No, we have a good town. Um, yeah, but like when it made national news, it's right, right. Yeah, so. and we still don't know. We still don't know, and it's going to take weeks before they actually know the real cause. There's a lot of speculation about a lot of different things. You know, things are being said, but there's not really facts to back. Right. People are just guessing at this point. So, yeah. but yeah, if you're someone that believes in prayer, please pray for everyone affected and the first responders that are helping clean up and the trauma that they have to deal with just dealing with that trauma. Yeah. And donate to the first responders. So like our fire departments are 100% volunteer and they get over 70% of their funding is from donations. They're not funded by the local governments, the way that people think that they are. Right. Um, So, you know, if you can't, if you want to donate to unity volunteer fire department in Plum, Pennsylvania, you can do that. That's ours. Yeah. Um, well, there's four, but there there is four, but they, that's our favorite. <laughs> I can't say that's my favorite. Cause that's not the one that Megan belongs to. <laughs> so it's the one that I do the Santa ride for. So yes, 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 yes. So, um, I'm sure that they're, that 
whatever donations come from this, there has to be some way that it's split between the different companies that that responded. So and there were 18 different companies outside of Plum that came right. and responded. I mean, so I live closer than you do. Yes. There was nonstop sirens for an hour. Yep. You know, all I could hear rushing mm -hmm. down the street because it's right behind the ball fields right there. Yeah. Um, was the siren. So. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. That's a horrible sure. reality check. Do you have anything good? It does. Um, I do have something you know, just a little more. I don't mean to sit like, light, make pump, but it's light hearted. No, just, yeah. it's one of those things. Again, tragedy goes on or tragedy happens in life every day in different ways that you don't know about or whatever. And you got to find the good in, in your life and what to be grateful for and, and all of that. So, um, and again, hearing that it was someone that was part of our football family, I'm grateful that they're going to have the support that I know the football family is going to provide for them. And um, I, you know, selfishly, I was happy. My kids had already left with their dad to go on vacation. So they're not here to have the constant, you know, they're not going to be on their phones constantly on Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff, having it thrown in their face the way that they would if they were here where friends would be calling, did you hear this? Did you hear that? And blah, 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 blah. And right. Again, selfishly, Madeline is only 10 and I'm glad that she's going to come back a week after it happened where it will still be more of the, what can we do to help the families, but less of the stress of, oh my gosh, our house just exploded in our neighborhood. So I'm hoping they're having a great vacation, although I miss them or whatever. And then just on a personal side, you know, we had our friend's son's birthday party yesterday. And I had my niece and nephew's birthday party yesterday. And the night before that, we went out with Matt and his girlfriend to that new putt-putt place downtown. Oh, and yeah, um, was that? I want to go it, there at the puttery, yes. right? Yes, 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 yes. Highly recommend it for the experience. And it wasn't too outrageously expensive. However, if you are someone that likes to have a drink or two, I would suggest that you do that before you get there and only order one drink while you're there because they come around like while you're doing the putt-putt and ask if you want a drink and you're like caught in the moment and they hand you a menu. I don't know if it even says the prices on it, but you're just like, you know, you're trying to like move like, okay, yeah, I want this, blah, 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 blah. And so Matt's girlfriend ordered a drink and they were like, oh, okay, that's $17.95. And I was like, holy was it a big drink? It was not a big drink. It was like in a, a regular like rocks glass um, margarita. It did have an individual shot that came with it, but, um, and the, it had plenty of alcohol in it. She could not drink it. We actually, the four of us each ended up taking a couple of sips because it was so much alcohol. So I'm sure as far as how much That's alcohol you enjoyable. got, it wasn't bad, but it, I don't know when I go out and I order a drink, I want something that I can just kind of sip on and, right. and not get that like, oh my gosh, I'm drinking this to get drunk because you know, I'm not 21 right. anymore. That's not what the point of my drinking is. So yeah, it was definitely, if you like your drink strong, you'd be very happy, but it was too strong for me. But the actual putt-putt thing was very cute. I would like to go there on a day that it's not a Friday night with all of the adults out and stuff because it was kind of really crowded. But like the ball, they put your information like in it. So all the balls look the same, but when you set it on the 
part to put it off of, it says like, go ahead and take your shot, Amanda. And it like knows how many shots you're taking. And there's like hazards that if you get into the red zone, then you lose points. And if you get it in like the tube that leads it directly to the hole in one, you get like bonus points and stuff. So it was, it was pretty cute. And each um, course, I think there's four courses. Each course is like a different themed um, thing. Like the one that we did was was more like an arcade. So you did like there was a um, Trivial Pursuit one and there was a like bowling alley that if you hit the head pin, then it went down the chute to go to hole in one. Or if you yeah. went off to what would be like the gutter ball, you got less. But then there was another one that was more like traditional games. Um, it was a uh, air hockey machine. And so they had like... Cool like the puck thingies that kept moving back and forth. So whenever you shot it, you had to avoid the moving components of it or whatever. So yeah, you should, we should plan a date. date That sounds fun. But not on the weekend when all the kids are there. No. (laughs) I, I know some people think over 21 venues like more exciting, but I totally prefer to go whenever it's not over 21 because then it's not quite so crowded. So if you go during the day, you can be any age, but oh, I was going to ask that because my daughter's yeah. not 21 and, and, yet, even and though she drink. It's right. It does not matter if you go on a, um, I'm assuming it's only Friday and Saturday nights, but if you go at nighttime, they will not let you in. And they are super strict. Like even Ryan and I had to have our ID out. And, uh, I guess Matt and his girlfriend had tried to go one other time and Matt forgot his ID and they would not let him in. And, I mean, Matt still looks young, but he definitely looks over 21. And they, nope, without your ID, you are not getting in. Post a card under 40. So, yes. At least that's what it was when I was a bartender and people would get all mad about it. And I'm like, um, so. That's actually a compliment. Well, that and it's my job. Right. So I'm not about to lose it because. You don't want to pull out your ID. Give me a break. Yeah. 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 So, but anyway, it, yeah. I'm all about the family time when I get it. So it was nice. And that's what I'm looking forward to this week with the um, other girls gone with their dad is not having to go to cheer practice and dance and blah, 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 blah. And so I will get to spend more time with Matt. Yeah. So how about you? You had your kids at the party yesterday. It was nice to see them. Even they though did, and they were actually, they were at their dad's this weekend and they made sure that they came oh, over. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. I know I see them all the time at your house, but they're like in and out. And so yesterday, like sitting there observing them, because, you know, you like people watch. I was like, man, they're so old. It makes me so sad. They are. And it's so hard because like they love our friend and like our family, you know, and it's yeah, it's different when it's just our families together, but there's no one their age and it's a dozen little kids running around. Right. And you know, they're, they're at that awkward age where you don't know who to talk to and what to talk right. about or anything. Yep. But Friday night was my husband's company's annual fundraiser called Summer Nights. And uh-huh. it's really, really cool. Um, they have his company also has an event center that they rent out and it's part of their nonprofit and helping okay. and everything. But they did a silent auction of the centerpieces. And I wanted to show this to you because it's really cool. I don't know what this. Okay. That goes there. <laughs> so it's made out of concrete because I won one. <laughs> oh, that's cool. And so his organization works with kids and they have like a summer camp. Well, the art director for the summer camp, 
Okay, I might be messing up the hair. Okay. Took life masks oh. of the kids. And this greenery was kind of made to look, I thought it looked like hair. Yeah. It's made out of concrete. They made the bowls too. Oh, that is very the, cool. These were the centerpieces. But it's even better because we also got a card about the child of the mask. And this young lady is in fourth grade. She's been coming to camp for three summers. She wants to be a doctor. Her favorite subject is reading. And this summer, she made a plaster mold of her face. Aww. Kids that, you know, one wants to be an entrepreneur. One wants, you know, all those different things. So it was really, really neat to see. And I love his company. He he worked for another um organization for almost 10 years and i didn't like them nearly as much as i like this well i didn't like them very much at all um (laughs) (laughs) we'll just say that uh they were not this is a great organization so they do a lot of really really good work and they really value like the community and the families and things like that so Mm -hmm. it's nice to also be able to go and celebrate with them right but that is so cool yeah that's the only thing that I was like, oh, shoot, you said that you were wanting to do virtual. I was like, yeah. I, I can show you that. Yes, that is very cool. I was able to pick it up. It's not that heavy, but it's it's <laughs> not light. Got it. So who do we want to release this week for revisits? One of my options. Hold on. Oh, you know what? This So today is Kathleen Gotti's birthday. There you go. So we will re-release her, our chat with. Kathleen Gotti will come out this Thursday. There we go. Perfect. There you go. Today is also Sunny's 30th anniversary. Oh my gosh. Unfortunately, we don't have an interview with Maurice yet to put out. No, but we do have the rise. We we did the rise of Sunny Corinthos, wasn't it? Ooh, which one do we do? Ooh. That one was originally set out to talk about the mob of the 90s and found out it was really just about the rise of Sunny Corinthos. I have not re-listened to that one recently. Okay. Actually, I don't think I've ever re-listened, other than the week that it came out. I don't think right. that I've re-listened to it. Right. So, all right. We will stick with Kathleen. Yes. I, okay. I agree. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Yay. All right. So, I guess join us on Thursday as we revisit our chat with Kathleen. Have a good week. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com.